Hey family, how are you? I pray all is well in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and you. That's right. He is your God. And what? A mighty God we serve. We are on day six of dangerous prayers. I have a special treat for you. So I pray you listen all the way to the end. Let's get into today's devotional. Send me. As a pastor for several decades, I have seen firsthand the most intimate prayer requests of thousands of people. Each week, hundreds of needs flood our church for prayer cards in our service to phone calls during the week or online requests through social media or our church app. So you won't be surprised to know the most common phrase I hear each week is one I'm delighted to fulfill. Pastor, would you please pray for... I consider it a privilege, an honor, and a joyful responsibility to pause and lift up a need before the throne of God, asking him to have mercy, to move, to guide, to provide, to act, to do a miracle for people that I know and love. Each week, someone asks that God would heal their loved one from cancer, another help a neighbor find a job or restore a hurting marriage. Students request for prayer to get into college of their choice or to help them pay for that college. Some to deal with the pain of their parents' divorce. Some people pray for their spouse. Others ask for help to forgive a person who hurt them. Even though the requests vary, people are asking God to do something for them or someone they love. God, help me. God, help someone that I love. Lord, I need you. Father, would you please do something for me? Please hear me. We should definitely pray this way. We should always invite God's presence, God's power, and God's peace to intervene in our lives. We should ask God to do miracles on our behalf. We should lift up our loved ones and remind ourselves of how God can move in their lives. We should each seek the Lord for all of our needs. But we shouldn't stop there. What if instead of asking God to do something for us, we prayed a dangerous, self-denying prayer of availability to our Heavenly Father? What if we prayed perhaps the most dangerous prayer of all? Send me, Lord. Use me. Isaiah prayed such a prayer of unreserved availability in the presence of God. The Old Testament prophet retells of his encounter of the Holy One when God asked, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Isaiah 6 and 8. And without knowing the details, without knowing when or where, Isaiah prayed this stunning, life-altering prayer. Here I am. Send me. Notice Isaiah didn't ask for any details. He didn't ask God where or when. Or what would happen? This is why this prayer can feel so dangerous. God, send me. Use me. I'm not asking for details. I don't need to know the benefits or if it will be easy or if I will enjoy it. Because of who you are, my God, my King, my Savior, I trust you. Because you are sovereign over the universe, I surrender my will to you, every part of me. Take my mind, my eyes, my mouth, my ears, my heart, my hands, and my feet, and guide me towards your will. I trust you, God. My answer is yes. Now, what's the question?
Imagine if you pray this way. Are you sick of safe prayers? Are you tired of living for things that don't matter? Do you despise half-hearted, lukewarm Christianity? Then pray the dangerous prayer, Here I am, Lord, send me. Wow, this is so amazing. Family, as I'm reading this, it brought me back to some really beautiful, beautiful memories. As many of you may know, Submitted to Serve is under the leadership of Higher Call Ministry. I am under the leadership of my pastors, Pastor Edward French and Pastor Vivian French, who has spiritually raised me to be unreserved and available to the Holy Spirit of God. I've been spiritually raised to stand on the word of God. I've been spiritually raised how to fight an effective warfare. I've been spiritually raised to say, Lord, here I am. And one of my fondest memories is when we used to have evangelizing classes man it used to be so fun on friday nights you know you know everyone used to think oh you know you're going to church it's friday or we're going to the movies or we're going to the mall or we're going out to for a drink and it's not the third i enjoyed spending my fridays at church we would have evangelizing classes and what made it so fun was all of the leaders would pretend to be the unbelievers and all of us that they were teaching and raising to be disciples had to try Try to win them over to Jesus and minister the gospel to them in such a way so that when we get out in the street, we wouldn't be afraid. We wouldn't be timid. We wouldn't be ashamed. I appreciate those days. I appreciate, I appreciate with all of my heart because it, it's because of those moments, family, that I am unafraid and unashamed to preach the gospel. Every Friday, it would be a new leader, uh, uh, you know, that I stand before who would, you know, buck back and no, I don't want that Jesus. And <laughs> it would be so fun because, you know, we would laugh and we would chuckle, but you know what family, this is the real world. And there are people that when you say, Hey, do you know a man named Jesus who will reject not reject you, but reject your Jesus. And you got to be okay. And you have to be confident and you have to be bold and you have to stand. And unfortunately, many of our brothers and sisters are not being trained in a way that when they go out in those streets, that they're unafraid and unashamed, that they have read the word and they can rightly divide the word of God, that they have studied to show themselves approved family. I don't know, like Jehovah witness, they are trained to combat when you talk to them, they are trained. Some of these religions, they are trained black Israelites. They are ready. But unfortunately, many of the body of Christ are not ready and are not prepared to be sent. And my heart hurts for them. But I am so grateful to be spiritually raised and continuously spiritually raised as I'm under their leadership and their covering. To make myself available. To make myself available for the Holy Spirit use. As I was reading this, I just was like, you know what? I have to reach out to my pastor because this is all I know. Here I am, Lord, send me. So I wanted to reach out to my pastor and ask, would he give a few words of, you know, a few words of, you know, God sending him and the challenges that he faced and, you know, however the Holy Spirit would lead him. And I'm grateful and honored to say that he has shared some words and I will allow you guys to hear that shortly. But this has been a blessing to me. Because I'm reminded of how God has 
blessed me and given me the grace to be raised in such a way that I can be available for the Holy Spirit of God. And I pray that many of you get the opportunity, if you haven't already, to be taught in a way to be unafraid and unashamed to be sent by God. If leaders are listening, if you are not doing this in your church already, would you pray and ask the Holy Spirit, is this something that you should implement in your ministry, that you would have evangelizing classes, that you will help your disciples be ready to be sent out? What I love about Jesus before he sent them out two by two, he was the example. He let them walk with him as he spoke and as he talked and as he laid on hands and as he healed, he let him, he didn't do it on his own and didn't say, Hey, y'all believe me. So I'm sending you out. He had to teach them. There had to be a class family. We need to be taught the right things of God. We need to be taught. And I pray that many of you are in a ministry that are teaching you to be unafraid and unashamed how to go out there and be sent out among wolves unashamed declaring and decreeing the word of the Lord. I pray that for each and every one of you, but I also know what those teachings have done for me and how it has instilled a faith and a boldness that can never be taken away from me. So many people have spoken to me, Trina. Wow. How did that don't scare you? You're not afraid to just go up to that person? No, no, I'm not. That person has a need. Jesus loves that person. And most importantly, I'm available for the father's use. And if my daddy tells me, go talk to my son or go talk to my daughter. I am ready. Here I am. Send me. And I'm grateful that I was taught that way. I'm grateful for those evangelizing classes, all of the laughs and all of the jokes, but it was so vital. It was so vital. We had a good time and we, it was very fun. But at the end of the day, it was so vital for my walk. It was so vital for my ministry to be able to minister the gospel, to be able to be sinned when God says, get up. When I'm sitting in my house and I'm in prayer and God says, get up, take a walk. Get up, go to the store, get up, not knowing why he's sending me out. And he's sending me out with a word. He's sending me out with encouragement. He's sending me out because the person that he has strategically and sovereignly put together is going to come across my path. And when I see them, I'm going to minister to them in a way that is going to bring healing and freedom. Family, we have to be available to God so that we could be sent out. And I pray by the power of the Holy Spirit, if you are not in a ministry that is teaching you and, and, and you are not being discipled to be sent out, I pray that the ministry of the Holy Spirit teaches you and minister to you on how to be sent out so that you can be disciples for, for Jesus Christ, for you to be unashamed and unafraid and to be bold bold in your speech, bold, that God be true and everything else, Allah, be bold in the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I pray that over each and every one of you so that you would get the confidence. And maybe, you know, some of you already are in a powerhouse ministry and they are teaching you and they are discipling you and they are raising you up. And maybe you're just a little bit afraid. 
I pray that the spirit of the Lord rest upon you and break that yoke of fear off of you that you will go out as God is sending you out to preach boldly thus says the Lord I pray that over you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that there be a boldness that overtakes you that there be a tenacity that overtakes you that there be a bubbling up in your stomach that you can't contain it that it his word be like fire shut up in your bones and you can't do nothing but you need to get it out I need to I need to share this with somebody I need to tell somebody how good Jesus is I need to tell somebody that there is a bomb in Gilead I need to tell somebody hallelujah I gotta tell somebody I, I pray that over you in the name of Jesus Christ oh man I thank God for oh man this this journey it has been Uh, It's been so much. It's been ups. It's been down. But it has been beautiful. Everything that I have learned. Everything that I am continuously learning. I just truly thank God and give glory to God and honor to God for what he has done in my life. And I just thank God for my pastors, my leaders that has spiritually raised me to be unashamed, unafraid, and unreserved and completely available to the Holy Spirit of God. So without further ado, my pastor, Edward French. Greetings, prophetess. Um, spring, we thank God for you and for um, Submit to Serve and the message that you're broadcasting. Um, it's this particular part of our ministry and, and your ministry, uh, the higher call, uh, commission to answer God's call, uh, with a here I am, uh, our slogan, uh, which is scriptural on how we should respond to God. And we find that this is uh, embedded within his word, especially Isaiah 6, 8, uh, concerning God speaking to Isaiah about fulfilling his call and his mission and declared unto him, amen, who will go, who shall I send? And Isaiah responded, here I am, send me. But in our study and in our um, enlightenment concerning the here I am call, we found it scripturally throughout the Bible from beginning to end. Uh, I believe that God visited Adam on a regular basis uh, in the in a certain hour of the day, and Adam always responded with a here I am. Amen. Where you placed me. Here I am where you created me. And uh, on the day of his fall, uh, there was no response before he hid himself. Um, you know, I believe that there is such an, uh, a volume of things said and the fact that Adam did not respond to God and the heart of God was broken because uh, of the breach in their relationship. Um, we find that God had a relationship with another person that chose uh, to walk with God, Enoch, and he walks with God on such a continual basis that there's not a need to mention, amen, Lord, here I am. Uh, I believe that ultimately God wants us all to walk with him like that, that we would be so 
in unity with him and his word and his will that he just be so continuous and just where he wants to be his presence continually in our life. Um, responding to God's call is, requires obedience. And we find that uh, Noah, through his action, through his um, continuous faithfulness, uh, was expressing, Lord, here I am, by being there 120 years, preaching the message and building the ark. And that's what we need to be conscious of, that we must both be a doer and a minister of God's uh, love and word by action, by faithfulness. Uh, as time went on after the uh, flood, we find that God looked for someone that would uh, raise up a nation, a people that would be responsive to him, amen, and fulfill his desire on the face of the earth, representing him, and that was through Abraham. And in Genesis 22:1, we find that Abraham was tested concerning his willingness to give up not just himself, his life, but his children, amen, and be a representative, amen, upon the face of the earth. Um, where he tested and, and tempted him to yield up his son, Isaac. And again, we find that that is what it's about. It's about lifting up and offering unto God. Here I am. Wouldn't well, that be ourselves or talking about Jesus Christ? Uh, but it's uh, continued throughout the scriptures. Uh, as we go to Jacob, Jacob having a dream in Genesis 31 11, which. He uh, responded to God with a here I am. And so it goes to the generation line and that Joseph being submitted unto his father, loving to do what his he will, amen, was willing to say here I am to his father in Genesis 37, 13, as he was sent out to his brothers. And we know that uh, he was thrown in a pit and sold into slavery, amen, but he was obeying his father's will. Um, when we come out of of that period, we find that God and revealed himself after a period of silence of so many years, amen, spoke to Moses from the burning bush, and Moses responded um, to God. And God reveals himself to Moses as the I am. And from that point, it seemed like there was a silence of people using the term, here I am, uh, until we come to Samuel, who was a child, who maybe didn't know, amen, um, the legalistic uh, limitations of using the name uh, of God, I am. Amen. But he cried out to Eli on a regular basis whenever Eli called on him with, here I am. I believe that that servanthood, that lighting of the light inside the temple and opening up the doors, amen, was what God was hearing from the spirit of Samuel. And that God, amen, was calling him. And every time God called him, he says, here I am. 
Hallelujah. Uh, but it wasn't to Eli. It was to God himself. And so we find that in First Samuel 3, 4. And as we uh, are conscious that Jesus Christ, who came down to the volumes of the book, amen, was obedient to his Father, even unto the cross, amen. And I believe that every step of the way here I am within his heart, amen, to do his Father's will. Uh, we today, amen, are blessed with a God that speaks to us. His voice is real. And in the second call that God gave to me, at the age of 14, I was cleaning the church and wiping down the chairs. And and as I often did, opening up the door before anybody got there. And I, as I was wiping down the chairs uh, and sweeping the floor, the Lord said, clean my church. And I says, Lord, I'm here. I'm cleaning your church. And then I started wiping down. And it was like a casual kind of thing. But he said again, cleaning my church. I said, Lord, I'm cleaning your church. But the third time when he said it to me, it broke me because I realized he wasn't talking about the physical or the benches or the, or the floor, but he was talking about his people. And that he was saying to me, cleaning my church as his servant, uh, called by him to go forth and do the work of order and establishing and healing and ministering and cleaning. Amen. Uh, we have to have a heart of here I am. Be at our post. Be ready to serve. We thank God for your encouraging us with this uh, message and we, we pray that your word will minister to many souls, amen, and submit to serve. God bless you, prophets. Wow, family, that was so, so good. From Adam to Noah to Abraham to Jacob to Jesus, here I am. Family, would you be willing to surrender? Would you be willing to make yourself available to God as our forefathers has done? To be used by the Holy Spirit of God and say, here I am. I pray that you are. Pastor, I thank you for sharing such a powerful word and reminding us the importance of being on post and being readily ready to be used by the Holy Spirit of God. Thank you for raising me in the way of righteousness by the grace of God that I am equipped and ready to say here I am. I love you. I love mama and I'm so grateful to be under your leadership in the mighty name of Jesus. Family, I pray this message has blessed you. Tomorrow is day seven, the final day to this powerful devotional. What I really appreciate about this devotional is that it was more concerned and focused on us as an individual. If this world is going to change, it's going to start with each and every one of us, one heart at a time. So I'm grateful that God is causing us to an hour of prayer so that the spirit of the Lord can search our heart, can 
test us and to show us our anxious thoughts, to deal with our fear, to deal with our inability to be used for the kingdom of God, because it is time to awaken out of our slumber. It is time to get on post. It is time to be in alignment with God. And it is time to be the vessels of honor that this generation needs. So I am grateful what God is doing in this hour. And I'm excited for this, this seven day devotional, what God has done, how he has revealed some things to me. And I believe by faith that God has revealed some things to you. Family, be willing to send a message. If you just look into the description of the podcast, it has a Q&A. It has an option for you to reach out. Reach out. Let me know how this is blessing you, how Submitted to Serve is a blessing, how God is using this to help you in your spiritual journey. I would love to hear from you. The encouragement would be in blessing in the name of Christ Jesus. So family, we will be back tomorrow in the name of Christ Jesus. Um, Before we go, Father, thank you. Thank you for this awesome devotional that you have brought us to. Thank you for reminding us of the importance of drawing nigh unto you. Thank you for teaching us how to pray dangerously so that we can be equipped to do your will in the earth. Father, I thank you as you are resting on every son and every daughter that is listening to this podcast, whether it be today or whether it be 20 years from now. Father, I thank you for the move. I thank you for the shift. I thank you, oh God, for the leadership of the Holy Spirit that empowers them to get on post that empowers them to be bold, that empowers them to be confident, to be bold in their speech and say, Lord, here I am. Not to just be bold with our brothers and sisters and those we encounter, but to be bold and come to the throne room of grace and say, Father, send me. We glorify you and we thank you for the ministry of your Holy Spirit that constantly minister to each and every one of us. We thank you for your heavenly host that you have assigned to us, O God. O Lord, as we are working the works that you have given us while it's still day, because nighttime is coming when no man can work, may we be available to you, O God, for such a time as this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Family, I love you and we'll be back tomorrow for the final day of dangerous prayers.